This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello and welcome to Netflix, your weekly guide on what to binge this week. I'm Helen Daly and I'm joined by Callum Crumlish. Hello, we are here to discuss the hottest new release I'm obsessed with this week, Chambers. So it's scary, it's terrifying, it's, well it's quite cool and we've got the lowdown on this exciting new show. That's right, we're going to be touching upon the characters, the ghosts, the music and what the heck is even happening. And as usual, we'll let you know what you should move on to once you've finished this wild ride. You do not want to miss this. Stay tuned to find out more. Right. Mm-hmm. Chambers. Yes. I've, I've seen the first episode. Okay. And I'm in. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm in, but I'm also confused. What is it about? So um, there's a young girl, uh, Becky, who has died. And uh, she dies at the exact same time that our protagonist, Sasha, has some sort of heart attack or cardiac arrest sort of thing with her heart. And it it transpires that she instantly needs another heart. Um, so fortuitous for her, she gets one from Becky, who's tragically died. Um, but then Sasha starts noticing some weird things going on in her life. Um, she meets the family of Becky and they're all a bit strange and obviously they're grief stricken. But there's some. There seems to be something more going on behind the scenes, um, and then Sasha starts seeing Becky in the mirror. She starts seeing visions that she's never seen before. She'll have dreams about people she's never met, and then bump into them in real life. Uh, and then, all, all on top of this, she's been then given uh, a scholarship at Becky's school. So she now goes to the school where the girl whose heart she has went originally, and. All of the people that she went to school with are like, oh, really love Becky. She was an amazing girl. Really miss her, blah, blah, blah. And Sasha has got this weird feeling about a lot of her peers. And it sort of looks like it's aiming towards them having something to do with her death. Yeah. So in episode one, we find out that Becky was, um, well, she died in very suspicious and very tragic circumstances. And it turns out everyone at school thinks that she was electrocuted in the shower after like listening to a radio, which by the way, horrendous, like yeah. terrifying. Real, real life stuff. <laughs> yeah. Never doing that again. Yeah. But um, yeah. So like, do we think, I, I don't think that she was electrocuted. I mean, I'm only one episode in. So Sasha's friend Yvonne quickly tells uh, Sasha that, you know, if you die by electrocution, you can't give your organs away apparently. So therefore she shouldn't have Becky's heart. That's not a thing that could happen ever. So then Sasha starts digging into this whole thing. How did she die? Speaking to her parents and her peers and everyone's like, yep, she got electrocuted in the bath. Drop it kind of thing. And it's all very hush hush. Uh, And then she finds like uh, disturbing things in Becky's room, like a camera that she didn't know about and all these sorts of things. And it all starts leading to a weird backwards mystery that is really gripping. Yeah. And it's like also you know it's it's weird because it's the teen mystery kind of genre that we're used to but it's also actually quite scary and quite um yeah it's mysterious I guess and it's supernatural and all of these kind of things and I spent you kept 
raving about it in the office saying this is amazing this is amazing you have to watch it but watch out it's really scary so I was watching it just completely tense for the full thing expecting like all of these jump scares and like luckily there was only one the mirror yeah. but um yeah no it's it's a very creepy show yeah it's a lot of atmosphere it's yeah really good and I think that it, it it swells more as the series goes on. It starts off with creepy nods and hints here and there, like, oh, she's in the mirror. Um, but then you'll start seeing things out of the corner of your eye on the screen, like, oh, God, was that something I was supposed to see? Was that Ooh, was that, okay. was that in uh, Sasha's mind? Like, what the hell is going on? And, yeah, I, I think I've got one episode left now. And throughout the whole thing, I've been sort of thinking, like, has she been hallucinating this? Is it supernatural? Is it actually echoes of... So you still don't know? Well, I sort of do when I don't at this point, but throughout the journey, you're, you're completely guessing because it, it seems very, very supernatural. And um, her family are Native Americans. So there's a lot of sort of that mysterious, um, the, uh, the ghosty culture from that sort of culture yeah. coming in. Uh, and that sort of got her ear in, the, uh, ear in the plot. And you're sort of left like thinking, okay... Is she cursed or is she, yeah. is she, was Becky a witch or like, I've got, I've got all these, these different theories and it's just really good. I've no idea what's going on. So she's not Becky with the good hair, right? Yeah. Let's come back. <laughs> well done. Um, thank you very much. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, we love you, Queen Bee. <laughs> yes, always. Um, yeah, no, what, one thing I have to say from the off, I was a little bit like, oh no, not another teen drama, not another mystery thinking, oh, is it another Riverdale? because we all famously know on this podcast mm-hmm. how much I don't like Riverdale. Um, but yeah, then the bit that got me was actually the mirror jump scare bit when the camera's flicking between mirror and real life and it's the same person and you're like, wait, which one's... And I, I forgot which was the mirror for a second. And sure. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And that when I was like, right, this is now interesting because there's clearly like a theme here. Becky and Sasha are linked and I want to know why. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's got to be more than just the heart right sure i i yeah. think so and i'm not going to spoil too much but it, it looks like there may be things in both girls pasts that have led to this sort of culmination of weird supernatural maybe hallucination thing going on um which i wouldn't have seen coming I, you expect like oh you know someone put a curse on her or something like that but it looks like it's sort of everyone's fault kind of thing um it's really cool. In terms of it being cool, though, um, you know, you mentioned before that you wanted to discuss the cinematography on it. Yes. It is beautiful. It's unbelievable. There's a, in the first episode, I think, there's this scene where Be- um, Sasha has gone to Becky's parents' house to meet them and say, you know, thanks for the heart. Um, and <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> they live in like uh, what looks to be sort of like New Mexico area of, uh, of the US. And there's a dust storm, so they can't drive home. Uh, Sasha and her her uncle can't drive home, so they're stranded there. And there's this incredible scene where she's like staring out of the window, and this these dust particles are coming down. Particles are coming down. There's this like neon purple light. There's yeah. this like really enormous soundtrack happening behind her, and it's the most amazing scene. It all looks beautiful, and that goes on throughout the series. There are just it takes the time to give you incredible visuals that not a lot of shows do. And by the end of it, you're just like in awe with how it looks. And then you get jump yeah. scared and you... It you just makes yourself. it a little bit more special, really, and a little bit more, I don't know, believable as such. Um, like, I was looking at that dust cloud thinking, like, is that alien? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Instantly, I was like, is this now a sci-fi? Because 
it just didn't look real but then obviously it is and then yeah it's the kind of thing that you want as like a laptop background (laughs) like so you can show that you're a bit edgy absolutely and I think that's kind of the beauty of this show is like with the UFO thing like I've had that theory as well you you find yourself guessing all sorts of things and it's not um what's the word it's not confusing in an annoying way you you don't not know what's going on yeah you're following it exactly but you are absolutely stunned with what 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 is going to happen next i don't know who's who's at fault here are there aliens are there witches like i don't don't know um and it's really really special i've really enjoyed it a lot yeah Um, and to come back to the thing i did remember um sasha as a character i think is really good Mm -hmm. she um whereas a lot of like you said the riverdale mysteries and teen dramas and stuff that a lot of people may a lot of the characters may sort of brush off um comments or you know mysteries like that but sasha dives headfirst in mm. and because she's in this new preppy school where all of the kids are quite um they're quite well off and they're a little bit snobby here and there and she's from sort of a working class background so she just doesn't take any of their nonsense and it's a really nice refreshing character it's a really nice thing to see a refreshing character to walk in and just go no cut the bs like let's hash this out i need yeah. to figure out the mystery and she's not annoying about it no either. absolutely she's like a really believable character who just has this really nice boyfriend who's like obviously like a gentleman throughout from mm-hmm. what i've seen then you know she's got this best friend best friend who she's rapping with like it's just a nice character and i was like yeah like i'd want to be her friend like, she seems cool and you can see her frustration as well throughout the show because like you said she starts off as this normal teenage girl she's got a boyfriend she's got a best mate she's going to school whatever she gets thrown into this horrible world of mystery and mysticism and what have you and she's she's getting visibly frustrated because she's like why the hell is this happening to me isn't it bad enough that i had a heart attack and I had to get a new heart <laughs> yeah. now all this stuff's come into play and it's like oh. why me <laughs> and all these good things keep happening to her like you know she gets sent to this amazing school for free she gets this new car for free she's got the heart to begin with for free all these good things but she can't see it at the moment because she's enthralled in this horrible god has someone murdered this girl do i have to figure this out like oh i just i want to pass my grades please i want to start a hair salon just leave me alone (laughs) and i just really feel for her maybe she is a typical teenager (laughs) she's like no (laughs) but yeah she's not whiny about it no it's just she's just really good i've really enjoyed like watching sasha's journey so far yeah and um as well you know one of the things that makes her kind of character and her world believable the music like i didn't realize I was just sitting like counting like really good songs that were coming on and I was like and they're not like obvious teenager songs like they're not belting out Ariana Grande or something they're playing like a Rihanna album track mm-hmm. and like the Smiths and stuff like stuff that people would actually listen to like yeah. I mean I do listen to Ariana Grande I don't know what I'm saying yeah I mean I listen to the Smiths so <laughs> sorry <laughs> Ari um but yeah and I think that helps uh, similarly with the cinematography it takes the time to just play like an entire track more or less yeah and you're just enthralled by these visuals and this amazing songs playing and it's a really interesting blend of two playlists because obviously you've got like the ariana tracks and what have you from sasha's life and then becky starts becoming more prevalent in sasha's life and then her smith's playlist comes in and you can see that sasha's confused because she's sort of thinking to herself why am i listening to the smiths now but it's because this whole thing is happening um and it's just everything is really intelligently done and there's two sides of the same coin of this these girls happening and it's just really cool 
Everything's been thought about, which I just really, I'm just loving it, man. And one bit we haven't thought about yet is Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman's <laughs> acting again, first of all. Yes, lovely. Welcome back, Uma. Yeah. <laughs> she plays such a good character. Like, I am already completely captured by her. So she plays Becky's mum, grieving mother. Her name's Nancy. And um, she's sort of got this air of classic TV cliche really rich mum thing yeah going on where she does sort of yoga and she goes for jogs and she's all a about bit wellness unlikable. yeah uh, not because of these things but on top of that she's a <laughs> bit unlikable um and she you see a lot of her and you see a lot of her grieving and a lot of her being angry about losing her daughter and she i think it's more of a subtle performance from uma but mm-hmm. she does so well in it obviously she's been doing it forever but it's really amazing seeing her in this long form story again because I've, uh, you know, I, I know her from films and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, her interactions with all of the characters and seeing her like code switch between talking to the kids, talking to her husband, it's really cool and it's really subtle. And I like, I like seeing her do it. <laughs> yes, she's great. We like her. Yeah. A, a lot of people actually like early reviews are coming out now saying she uh, is. It's kind of like her Winona Ryder in Stranger Things moment. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see that. I mean, I think Winona Ryder is probably. A little bit better in Stranger Things. Yeah, I think Renona <laughs> Ryan has a larger part in yeah. Stranger Things, but I can totally agree with that. She brings a she brings on this big like mama bear performance, but again in like this understated kind of way. Um, and she's so good in it. And she 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 sort of out. I feel bad because she sort of outshines everyone else she's in a scene with. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just by being yeah. there. Yeah. So with the the father of Becky, I've I've lost his name. Uh, I think he's Ben. Yeah. So he's Ben. Uh, He's he's fine. He's good good actor. But then when he's acting with Uma and she's doing her thing, you're just like God, Ben. You've got nothing to work with right here. You're just you're yeah, just stop. gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even when like the dust cloud, the beautiful dust cloud that we just discussed is like in the background, and then it's Uma Thurman, and you're still watching Uma. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she's wonderful. However, I do not trust her character at all. I've gone back and forth on this. I just don't know. Like we've seen so many scenes. You see so many scenes of her in grief just absolutely horrified by losing her daughter and then every now and then there'll be something uh, something else will crop up where she's doing something a bit seedy and you're like what are you doing Uma Thurman did you kill your daughter did, did you have a hand well, in something's this? Like, gone on in the house exactly it's, I've no idea again I've no idea and it's great <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're like one episode from the end yeah. and still no idea no I am um, I don't know first impressions of her I was like well obviously there's something wrong because there's cameras and I just don't trust how clean the house is. It's not a lived-in house. And yeah, I think... I think I'm... I think maybe it's Uma Thurman's character that's going to keep me going on it Mm -hmm. more than anything. Like, I don't think I'm that bothered about the supernatural connection. I just want to know, like, who killed Becky and why. Sure. That's it. Um, And I think a good sort of Trojan horse for that is going to be Elliot, who is Uma Thurman's son and dead girl Becky's brother. Um he sort of hates everyone he's the typical angsty teenager in this mm. ep- in this uh, show and uh sasha tries to you know partner up with him like let's figure out what the hell went on he wants no he wants no part of it he doesn't care like he just his sister's dead he wants to leave it at that like he, he wants to go do drugs and be a teenager or whatever and uh he has a lot of run-ins with his parents and i think i feel like it's going to come out that this is my prediction now i feel like it's going to come out that he knows way more than he's let on and yeah. maybe him shutting everyone else out is his guilt for something or i don't yeah, know yeah it's like how long has he done the drugs for exactly like he does a community service with it and stuff because mm. he got caught recently and it's yeah so i think he's gonna 
my gut says he's got a way bigger part in this than I think he does. So just devil's advocate, do you mm. think that maybe we've discussed that the show kind of like keeps a lot back and they're hiding a lot of questions and stuff. Do you think maybe they're hiding too much? Do you think it is difficult to follow at times? So I've been watching this with my fiance and she has been sort of not as engaged as I have been. Um, and maybe she's just sort of, I don't know. Yeah, maybe she's just not into the mystery as much as I am. But yeah, she's a bit like, come on, give me something here. I want to see what is actually going on. Because there's a lot of cliffhangers in this. Mm. That You'll get a cliffhanger in the middle of the episode and then a separate cliffhanger at the end of the episode. Yeah. And then uh, come the next episode, you're kind of like, okay, but can we address the elephant in the room, please? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe I think for some viewers, it may be a bit of a struggle to get through when there's a lot of questions flying at you left, right and centre. Um, but if you're well into the intrigue and you, you want a new sort of mystery, supernatural, maybe thriller then yeah, I think you will super enjoy this. I think I think I probably will watch it. Um, I, I mean, it kind of, for me, depends what else is on because sure. I'm like obsessed with Line of Duty at the minute. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like that has taken over my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think I'd probably watch it. But it's one you have to sit and watch, which I, I'm not sure if I'll be able to stay for eight hours. Sure. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of those like with the visuals and the music you need to you need to see all of the parts that it's being built with yeah. and if you're not paying attention i think you might lose what the hell's going on a little bit and the little subtle things that you mentioned Absolutely. in the corner of your eye and stuff yeah um so yeah it's definitely it's definitely more of an engaged watch like you know the oa or something you can't just chuck it on and maybe like glide through it um you cannot glide through the OA. No, Come that's on. what I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't do that. I like, was like, what? <laughs> no, no, similarly to the OA, you can't just glide through that. Through that. It's not like Riverdale, there you go, where you can just chuck it on and you, you'll get the gist of it. <laughs> or just turn it off. Or, <laughs> no, turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> off. Um, yeah, and I can exclusively tell you listeners that we're going to be speaking to the cast in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll bring you all the gossip on what they have to say. But Callum, before then, do you think there'll be a second season? I don't know because it seems like a if this story finishes properly in the next episode for me I if it's done well I don't think it should have another season because yeah. it I've really enjoyed the story so far and I don't want that to be cliffhangered into a second season like I need the killer to be exposed or whatever and I need this supernatural threat to be revealed eventually otherwise I'm just going to I'm just going to be deflated by the end of it you know uh maybe it's one of those anthology series where next season it'll be a different girl or a yeah, different boy with a maybe. heart or a pair of eyes or something <laughs> um so yeah i would hope not in the nicest of ways but it's possible i think it's going to hit big i think it's going to be really well liked i think it's going to be one of those cult ones that mm. grows a bit just because of like how cool it is and mm. like uma thurman's obviously a big pole but yeah no i think there's such a culture at the minute of well, what about next season? It's like, well, what yeah. about if it's just an eight-part yeah. series? Like, actually, what if this is it? That was one of the best things about Maniac. Do you remember Maniac? Yeah, Maniac was really they good. They came out swinging from day one. Like, this is a, what, four, five-part yeah. show. And that will it. never be any more ever. Like, yeah, uh, and that's fine. Uh, that's fine, because then they did their thing, and it was awesome. And if Chambers does that as well, I am I'm more than happy, if they finish properly, which they need to. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> So as you all know well by now, we like to give you all a few hints on, and tips on what's watch next. So I don't know about you, Callum, but I got real OA vibes from this. Yeah, so we touched upon it a little bit. Um, the OA was one of these, really, it's one of these Chambers series where I 
it's beautiful it's a lot of subtlety and it's got a lot of sort of mysterious threads that will eventually come to pass mm. uh, later in this season i didn't i haven't seen the second season yet i have you have yeah um <laughs> but yeah the first season is real good yeah and, it and is... the second season is as well okay good um so basically for those who haven't seen it it's about a girl called prairie who goes missing and then i just realized how difficult this is to explain yeah. as i'm mid-explanation yeah Prairie goes missing. She comes back seven years later. Um, crucially, she was blind before she left and now she's not blind. And the OA is basically the story of what happened to her and who she's run away from, why she's run away from, why she's back, what her mission in life is now. And it's quite sci-fi, spiritual, teen drama, kind of religious. Yeah a bit of everything yeah and we have done a podcast about it before so if you haven't heard that please go back and listen mm-hmm. um about how much we love it um the first season is amazing the second season is bonkers but yeah one definitely to watch and callum please go and watch season two yeah i need to there's nothing really else like it is there i don't think my chambers <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that too yeah no chambers is probably a little bit easier to sure. follow i would say yeah but it's uh if you want to immerse yourself completely for eight hours, yeah, whack get, the oil on. Get in the dark is what me and my friends say. Turn off, off all the lights, <laughs> shut the curtains, put that thing on for eight hours. Real good binge. Yeah, I mean, like, if you if you don't want to watch the Avengers Endgame, right? We all do. <laughs> I promised you I'd mention it. Yes. <laughs> then, yeah, watch the OA instead. That's good. Um, otherwise, if you fancy a, something a bit more scary, I guess, or a bit more gory, go and, uh, go and dive into Bates Motel, which is the sort of behind-the-scenes story of uh, the classic movie Psycho, right? Yeah, so it's Norman Bates when yeah. he was a teenager and, like, kind of the circumstances that caused him to become a killer that mm-hmm. we see in Alfred Hitchcock's film. And it's it's a lot of seasons, right? It's, like, five or six? Five. Yeah? It is honestly one of my favourite shows I've ever watched. It's so much fun. It's gripping. It's unbelievable. I, this was a while ago as well, wasn't it? It was a few years back, yeah. maybe. And um, it's on Netflix. All, the yeah. whole season is on Netflix now. And uh, it's so good. There's twists and turns. There's just all sorts of gory and wonderful things in and it. And it's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and the guy who plays Norman Bates as well is great. And I've lost his name off the top of my head, but he's wonderful in it. Um, he's really, really good. And... Yeah, that that's a bit of a American psych got an American psycho vibe that has, isn't it? Yeah, it's just not it's not as scary. Yeah, but sure. um yeah, and the gore I would say isn't like gonna traumatise mm. you for life. It's yeah. it's quite comic booky. Yeah. But um yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. I've recommended it to everyone. My sister's obsessed with it now because Good. of that. Um it's just one of those shows that you can just put on, binge through it, chat about it, and then, you know, move on to something else. Mm. And I quite like that sometimes. But um, if you want something else, why not give new show The Order a bash? Yeah, so The Order came out a few weeks back, maybe a month ago. Um, I, really quietly. Really like, quietly. I missed this completely. Um, it's kind of strange. It's got like, okay, stay with me here. I feel like it's got an Indiana Jones kind of thing to it. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, so the main character, uh, Jack Morton, he joins the Hermetic Order of the Blue Rose, which is a secret fraternity in a uh, US college. And... Um, it's secret and it's kind of behind the scenes and it's like kind of an urban legend but also there seems to be well there is a sort of mystical presence in the society um and 
all sorts of <laughs> okay yeah like the first episode is like oh here's a werewolf like it's loads of I'm weird out. <laughs> <laughs> no i can't do it with werewolves. i would say like it's the ex- exact popcorn version of chambers okay it's really fun like i had a really good time with it and i'm saying it's a bit like indiana jones because they always end up like going to find some sort of relic or potion or something to defeat whatever and it's kind of monster of the week every episode there's new like you know whether it's a werewolf or it's a golem or it's a whatever um really fun if you're into that kind of good american u.s college cult classic shows then that's that's the one for you i mean i'm pretty sure my face is saying a different story but you know it might be one for you um it doesn't personally sound like it's one for me but um it sounds like a bit of a riot bit fun is it funny sure (laughs) okay (laughs) I thought it was funny. But you were, yeah, the order's out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us to chat about Chambers. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, comment and tell your friends about us. Join in with the debate on Twitter on at NetflixPod, where we will be teasing details of our next episode. And next week, Netflix are launching a brand new game show and it looks flipping bonkers. So it's called Flinch and uh, it's going to see contestants go against genuinely bizarre and terrifying challenges to see how far they will actually go to push themselves. And it'll be hosted by a wealth of famous faces, including none other than Sean Walsh who we're um, strictly sure you've heard about. We've caught up exclusively with all of the hosts to find out about this wild new ride. And you absolutely do not want to miss this one. And I'll see you next week. Bye.